0: I used to love sitting down with my grandfather telling me stories of old. The older and better days, he used to say. Well, he's no longer here to share those stories, and I wish I'd catalogued them. That's why I felt such an affinity to Tom, a listener from Alabama, now living in Berlin, who started sending us recordings of his memories of growing up. Enjoy this short, true story, read by Tom himself, in this special edition of the show we're calling Reminiscing with Tom. Hanging out with my two cousins was always a ball. We always had fun. Always thinking of something new to do, another great adventure. There was never a dull moment for us. Yes, I had siblings, but they were much too small to tag along and for me to watch out for. There was a chinaberry tree across from grandmother's house and These China Berries were hard as rocks, which made them perfect for slingshot wars. You boys are going to put your eyes out one of these days. We'd always hear from some door or window from an unseen adult. To the right of the tree and a little ways back on the lot was a small building, which we called the paper house. It was where the bulk delivery of newspapers were left for my friend to fold for delivery to each customer in the neighborhood. He would fold each one into a perfect triangle in order to pitch it into the porches without getting off his bicycle. The only time he would actually get off the bicycle was on the day he had to collect. To make sure he would have time to play with us, we would gather around and fold each newspaper into a perfect aerodynamic object. It had to be just right. He had an excellent aim, too. He probably became a baseball pitcher later on, for all I know. And the only thing that would mess up his side throw was this neighborhood dog, which would bound out from under a house grab the paper and hightail it down the street never to be seen again that day until the next time of course he would never catch that hound he was good i've often wondered what happened to all those newspapers that mutt stole i can imagine though on the other hand it could have been some person who trained his dog to get himself a free newspaper each day. That neighborhood, and particularly that street, had dogs that just didn't like bicycles. You had to be fast to get where you were going. There was one dog that didn't particularly like me on a bicycle when I borrowed one. That's some change, though. One day I borrowed my cousin Fred's bike and, with my right pants leg folded up into this famous cuff, I set out for a pleasant ride. I didn't intend to go so far, but I was having so much fun, I forgot about my number one enemy waiting at the end of the street where I made my turnaround. The dog suddenly bounded out from the porch he was resting on. I was in shock because I lost some speed when I had to turn around and then accelerate. Cranking those pedals as fast as I could, that dog caught up with me in seconds. He lunged at my right leg, and one of his fangs got hooked in my pants cuff. There he was caught, Unable to get loose, with his head bobbing up and down, with every stroke of the pedal, he wasn't able to free himself until several houses later. When I looked back to see if he was still after me, I noticed that it had staggered to the side of the street and looked pretty worse for the wear, as they say. I don't think the heat of the day helped much either. I waited for a while, a week or so, to go that way again. And Once I did, there was that same old mutt patiently waiting on the porch, but calmly watched me go by. He was never the same. I believe he just lost interest. It just wasn't worth all that work. Sincerely, Tom. Tune in again next time for more Reminiscing with Tom.